Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are back and better than ever. We're here for episode three, and it's fitting because it's just three of us here today. I am your host again, Big Mike. I've got Breezes. I've got Anthony. Three amigos tonight. Shout out to my boy Roz. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Roz. Time this recording. It's his birthday. He out having having some adult beverages, hopefully. (laughs) Shout out to Dylan. Speedy recovery. And hopefully we'll be back at full strength next week. But let let us get into it, fellas. Because it has been a week. And we have a lot to talk about. Let's kick it off with how we usually kick it off. With the NFL recaps. And I'm just going to start it off. Because, you know, my favorite team's the number one seed. And I'm the host. So, yeah, we're going we gonna to talk about them Titans first. We're going to talk about them Titans. They lost the MVP, Derrick Henry. Another week of everyone throwing dirt on our grave, saying that we aren't this and we ain't that. And yet, all we did was go into another playoff team's house and win again on prime time. And in pretty dominant fashion, by the way. It's uh, week week nine. Nine. Yeah, week nine. We are halfway through, and you know who's looking up? Not the Titans. Everyone's looking up at us. Good guys. Adrian Peterson rose from the dead, gave me a touchdown late to clinch the game. Played already? Yes. He's he is he's not from this planet. He's he's a, he's an alien. He woke up oh, yesterday. No. He was ready to play. He, he, he had ten right. football shit. He had ten rushes for twenty one yards. He's pretty you. I'll just put a picture. <laughs> I think he's from this play. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, he still, got, he still, still found the end zone. No, he did. Titans he did. Get, I'll give him props. He, he did. Titans get the victory over the Rams. I'm sure everybody's going to talk about Matthew Stafford sucks now for a week. I just think they lost. I don't think it was really that big a deal. I just think they lost. It happens in the NFL. You lose. Two good teams play each other. Sometimes you lose. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say Matthew Stafford had a very uh, Detroit Lions-like interception because I don't know what the hell he was doing when he threw that ball. But I'll take it. I will take it. I will take the win. And it's on to the next one for Tennessee. Uh, The Ravens won. The Steelers got a very good win. They they couldn't afford to lose that game. I don't know about that. That 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 call, that taunting call. Mm. Let's yeah, let's jump into that taunting call. I ain't that old, but that's one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. That was a pretty bad call. What do you think makes it worse, the call or the hip check before the call? Because well, first, that hip check was unbelievable. Are you guys talking it's, about the referee and the player? Yeah, yeah, I think his name is Tony Sorrente, the referee. And yeah, who was the player? It was, like, it was like Cassius Marsh. I believe that was the player's name. Um, It, it was just some hip check. and they, just 
because he had gotten a sack on the play. They had to, I'll, set, I'll set it up for you. So it was yeah. third down. The Bears were up three. I believe they were still up three. Third down with about three minutes, four minutes to go. And they got a sack. They got the Steelers off the field. My man obviously just got a big, potentially game-clinching sack. Got up. Apparently, he claims that he, he's been doing this since college. I don't know who he is enough to know if that's accurate or not. But he sacked Ben Roethlisberger, got up and did a jumping spin kick towards the uh, the way he sacked Ben when he got up. He was facing Pittsburgh's bench, did the kick, stared for a minute, and then started running back to his sideline. After he did all of that, as he's running towards the sideline, the referee, as clear I that you will never be able to tell me that that ref didn't do that on purpose. Clearly stuck his butt out to hit him, to try to hip check him. And then after doing that, threw the flag and called taunting. Nevertheless, you don't give a Hall of Famer like Ben Roethlisberger two chances. And he promptly took his team down the field and Pittsburgh won the game. That's... That's rough. Like, That's, if I'm Chicago, especially the season that they're having, that's your rookie quarterback. He just had his Monday night football moment. That's rough. That's rough. That's rough, 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 rough. rough. And it's like, it almost, like, for me, it's like, I'm kind of happy. I'm still kind of happy the Steelers won, only because you look at the AFC North, and it's like, okay, you got the Ravens at 6-2, and two, but then after that, you got there you go. Pittsburgh, five and three. Cleveland and Cincinnati, five and four. You like literally the the south the north and the west. Every single team dog is fight. over five hundred. It's a dogfight dog in those two divisions. It's a dogfight. I mean, well, you guys have it easy, but I mean I, I am living in living <laughs> Yeah, you you living, living good over here. It's even a little dogfight in the East a little bit, you know, with the Patriots. Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo's come back to earth, and now Bill Belichick is pulling this voodoo again. Mm-hmm. So, I, I speaking of Buffalo, I still don't believe New England is still who I thought they were. So I'm not worried about it. What the hell happened? But yeah, but yeah. I mean, you and look at Tom Brady takes a week off, and everything just goes crazy. <laughs> um, honestly, the NFC North, I mean, the NFC South, I mean, realistically, that's still Tom Brady's division. The Saints, the Saints aren't going really anywhere. The Falcons All are kind of that. Like, Winston, with Jameis getting hurt, killed the drama in this division. It did. Because they promptly lost to Matt Ryan and the Falcons, who I don't care what their record is, they're terrible. <laughs> they're, they're terrible. So I don't care what their record is. It, my I have eyes, and my eyes tell me that that Falcons team is trash. Well, here's the thing. Um, I don't know if you've heard of their corner, AJ Terrell. He's been He's playing okay. lights out. He's okay. He's been playing really good. I mean, honestly, that Falcons team. But I agree. With, I, I I somewhat agree. But for me, they've been that team since the Patriots. Since they lost to the Patriots, just wildly average. One week they'll do good. The next week, yeah. Next week, do good. The next week, they'll lose bad. Like, it's just been wildly average since that Super Bowl, to be honest. 
you know, yeah, Matt Ryan had a good game. But then what's going to happen the next game? You know, it's it's pretty much been like that for the Falcons for how many se- how many seasons now? You know? Um, honestly, for me, when I look at the NFC West, I'm just really disappointed in the Seahawks and the 49ers. Because you remember just not too long ago, it was a big rivalry between those two squads. Like, mm-hmm. And now and they're just in the cellar. But it's weird because I look at the Seahawks and Niners. They're both three and five. But I look at them. Would you argue with me that the Seahawks and Niners are both better, if not just as good or better than everybody in the NFC East? Maybe with the exception of the Cowboys, I would take the Seahawks or the Niners over everyone else in the NFC East. Seahawks, yes, but I'm not sure about the 49ers. I don't know they've what the Niners big. are. I don't. You're they, right. They've I don't been know what the very, they've been very shaky, and they play Monday night against the Rams. So it's a big, it's, it's the biggest game of the season for the Niners. Yeah, it's put up or shut up. It's literally put up or shut up. They got blasted by Arizona. So Arizona didn't even have Murray playing or Hopkins, and they still got. Blasted. I know that last second scratch of. Murray cost me in fantasy football because he's my oh, he did. quarterback. And <laughs> yeah, he's out with an ankle injury. But they were hyping it all week. Oh, he's going to play. He's going to play. He's tough. He's going to play. Game time decision. <laughs> nope, he's not playing. Nope. <laughs> and, then and then they're on the West Coast, so it, it, it was terrible for me. Yes, yeah, mm. we can leave that graphic up for the rest of the show, honestly. Tennessee, <laughs> we can just – Leave that right there because uh, it hurts that's me. all I need to see. I don't care it, about nothing else. It, it, it hurts me because a future loss to the Giants knocked us back, knocked us down to oh, this place. Oh, just the pride mm. and joy to see <laughs> my well, they're my Titans, but the Giants are my number two team. Here and we go. He said, Here we go. I gotta take this graphic down just for a second so you guys can see my face. This guy, Mike, has forever had a team A and a team B in like every sport. And I don't it's think consistent. it makes any sense. I don't think I, I, I agree with you on that. I have one, I one team. I agree with you on that one. Nah, I can't do a team. Like, I can say honestly, if I wasn't a Raiders fan, I'd be a Falcons fan, but I'm just a Raiders fan. You know, I that was that's the most I could say. I have – I am a Titans fan, but my father is a Giants fan. Most of my uncles are Giants fans. Mm. When the Giants win, my family's happy. That makes me happy. So <laughs> do I root for the Giants? Sure, there's a piece of me that roots mm. for the Giants. And sure. When they play the Titans, nope, they got to lose. They got to go. Mm. They got to go. Now, I, I, know it's, I know it's early, but just looking at this graphic right here, what team? What teams can you say would be the most surprising from the AFC and the NFC? Like just looking at this wild card. I did not see Arizona coming. I thought maybe they would be a wild card, but I did not see Arizona coming. The Chargers are a little surprising because they always seem to get in their own way. Mm-hmm. So the Chargers are a little surprising to me. The fact, I mean, I like I said, I I doubt that they'll be here at the end of the season. But the Falcons being there is just a shock. Like I don't, I don't watch it. football like that, but I can say that, um, just by seeing the um the records, 
I'm surprised to see that the Cowboys doing a really good job, even though I, I expected um, your boy Dak to come back with a vengeance. But them being 6-2 and two right now is kind of crazy, and I don't even watch football. Mm. Let me just let you know, Breezy, it's smoking mirrors. I, I I just let you know it's smoking mirrors. <laughs> you said it's smoking mirrors. It's, it's smoking mirrors. <laughs> Is it smoking mirrors? It's smoking mirrors. You know it's smoking mirrors. Anthony, you know they're not that good. They're I playing mean, the worst division in football. They mm. play, well, maybe it's Titans. I don't know. Our division's pretty <laughs> – the Jaguars are, are like – they're an XFL not team. Full. Like, I, I, I just – XFL, damn. <laughs> I don't know what the Jaguars are. But I say that, and they just beat Buffalo. So, I, I don't know. If they're playing the XFL, what league do the Texans play in? Shit. I'm just yeah, the, te- the Texans, we like to joke and tease the Jets and all of that. The Texans are the worst team in football. They are the worst team in football. I disagree. Who's worse than the Texans? The Lions. They, what are they? they 0 and seven? Are they 0 and seven or 0 and eight? They're 0 and eight, and they got their doors blown off this week. But they, <laughs> but they play hard. Like they legitimately forty four to six wins. to the Eagles. They should have two wins though. Like they, they should have two. They found out a way to blow two games. So like that 0 and eight, <laughs> I feel bad for them. They got their doors blown off. <laughs> they got their doors blown off. So it's it's hard to defend them when when I think Philly just scored again, and I, it's hard to defend them. But I've seen they should they they're better than that zero eight record. The Texans, I don't know how the Texans have a win. I have no idea. Who was their only? Who was I the win? Who I don't know. Maybe it might be Jacksonville. I don't know. Was it Jacksonville? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was Jacksonville. Yeah. It was Jacksonville. I, I don't know. Oh, but the, tax, the taxes are just God awful. Like, just, <laughs> oh, God. Like, it, it, they should not be charging people to watch them play. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's rough. It's rough down there in Houston. <laughs> In more than one ways, not just the football yeah, it's, team. It's rough in Houston right now. The Rockets <laughs> are trash. Hey man, they got upside. Astros though, man. are really cheaters, did. and they just lost in the World Series. They, they did, and, and the Texans well, are, well, like I said, an exhibition. They are a minor league team. It's rough in Houston right now. Hey man, the um the Rockets they got some upside, man. They got um they got. Um, Porter Jr., they got Jalen Green, they got Keon Martin Jr. They got some upside on that team. They've got talent what? on the team, yeah. but they don't what's have going on with, on the team. Yeah. What's going on with that John Wall situation? Like, they're paying him not to play. So they're paying him $91 million over two years to not play. Yep. Okay. All right. That that's makes that's a lot the of Houston time. Rockets. Yep. Just, that's the Houston Rockets. Okay. And as you mention it, as I have the Duke Kentucky game on, John Wall is at Madison Square Garden right now, hanging out with the Knicks, watching because hmm. he went to Kentucky. So I'm sure he's there for Calipari. Oh, but he's sitting there next to our, uh, I think it was RJ Barrett. He's sitting next to. 
So he's making forty, what, forty five and a half or something like that. Something million crazy for the next, like that, yeah. For the next two years to <laughs> literally just hang out. To sit. I can do that. We can all do that. I'm I'm with John Wall. I, oh, y'all y'all don't want to play me? Sure. I'll sit. I'll sit. Somebody will get desperate and want to trade for me. So I'll sit. All you gotta do is oh, yeah. stay ready. I don't want y'all to um to get to um get away from football just yet without even going. So I just want to start off the show by acknowledging that you know I made some comments that that people might have uh, felt were misleading, and uh, you know to anybody who felt misled by those comments, I take full responsibility for those comments, and I'm excited about feeling better. I'm excited about moving forward and hopefully getting back with my team. And getting back to doing what I do best, and that's playing ball. It's been tough to be away from it. Um, I've been, you know, obviously dealing with uh, the COVID, and I feel like I'm, uh, I'm on the, on the other side of it, thankfully, and thankful uh, to still be able to uh, have something to look forward to this weekend. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, boy. So those people he was talking about that he misled, that's me. I'm those people. I'm those. I'm those people. Right, uh, right, right to my face. Right to he looked. Oh. That's how I you feel. Know, you know they just handed down the uh, penalty to Aaron yeah. Rodgers today. Yeah. Well, what's fifteen thousand dollars to Aaron Rodgers? Can anyone give me a guess on what fifteen grand that, Aaron Rodgers that would be? might be the equivalent to fifty cents? <laughs> like, I'm an athlete. I'm not an activist, so I'm going to get back to doing what I do best, and that's playing ball. None of this says I'm getting vaccinated because he's not getting vaccinated. He's not getting vaccinated. He's not getting vaccinated. <laughs> he's not an activist because. He doesn't have a good reason to not get vaccinated, except according to him, he's allergic to an ingredient in the vaccine that he won't yeah, name what it is. Yeah. But he, I, it, it, I, I still stand by what I said. That fine was ridiculous. He should have been suspended. He blatantly violated the policy, and his reason for it was because he didn't like the rule. That was the reason that he gave. He didn't like the rule. He thought it was stupid. Well, guess what? It's still a rule. You can't just break rules because you don't like them. I don't like the speed limit being 55. That don't mean I can just tell the cop, well, I did it because I think it should be 70. Like, it doesn't work that way. Like, that's the rule. You got to obey the rule. Like, what are you talking about? It's, I totally agree with you on that, Mike. I mean, honestly, it's, Darren Rodgers, you know, the league, they're not, they, they weren't going to do anything to Aaron Rodgers. They don't care. They, 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 don't, they don't care. care. They, they don't care, care less. It's about, it's about, it's about that green, man, at the end of the day. Aaron Rodgers is, he's one of the best. He, he's box office. As a certain commentator would love to say, Aaron Rodgers is box office. So they're not going to do nothing. I was, but even then, I was surprised. 15,000. Like, come on now. 15000 That's the that's fine that they gave him? Yeah, they gave him 15000 That's like that's a, joke. a dollar to us. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, man. 
listen, it's always been bucked the NFL on my end. Mike, I tell you, it's been bucked the NFL for a few years now. I've been consistent in this. It's been about five or six years I've been bucked the NFL. And this is complete brand for the NFL because there's no way that Aaron Rodgers goes on with this without having to present some type of um, proof that he got the vaccination besides word of mouth. And this right here shows that the NFL basically got caught by him catching COVID. Nobody yep. wants to bring the NFL into the point. They just keep on relaying it back to Aaron Rodgers. But the NFL are just as much of the blame as Aaron Rodgers. So mm-hmm. that's my take on it. Buck the NFL. It's been that way. And they said they find the reason why they find the Packers organization three hundred grand was because the Packers knew about it and they never confronted Rodgers about it. Man, how they much never money the NFL make a year, man. How much money? <laughs> Yo, these players make more a game than what if you total up the players on one team, how much they make a game. That three hundred thousand dollar fine for the organization of the Packers is like. Well, well, here's the thing though. If we're talking football, I mean, a lot of them players ain't making money like that. So three hundred thousand. I'm talking uh, combined of that one. You talking about combined of that Uh, one team though? Yeah. Yeah. And but they they didn't find players. They find the organization. They they fired the team. They find the team. So when you think about how much they pay the players versus how much they find the team versus how much the team makes versus how much the NFL makes, it's pennies. It's pennies. <laughs> but like I said, they, they clearly don't care. The NFL doesn't care because the NFL – Aaron, as much as admitted that the NFL knew because he said that the Packers – he and the Packers had to submit something to the NFL (laughs) before the season started. So clearly the NFL knew he wasn't vaccinated. And yet here we are because, and listen, it's, there's no secret. Aaron Rodgers is my favorite player in the NFL. This is the, I couldn't, this, and that's probably why it bothers me so much more because Mm -hmm. It, basically, what the NFL told us is there are levels, and at, at once you get to a certain level, which Aaron Rodgers clearly is, he's one of the most popular players in the league, the rules don't apply. The rules don't, don't apply to him. He can exactly. do whatever he wants, whatever he wants. That's why he can go the whole offseason and basically tell the Packers, eh, so what? I'm not playing for y'all. What you going to yeah. do? Yeah. And, and literally hold the franchise hostage all yeah. offseason just to go, eh, I changed my mind. I'm gonna play now. Like, Bro, this is what um this is what makes this kind of like differs. It's the same situation in the sense, although Ben Simmons doesn't have a ring, but when you compare the two situations, it's the same. Aaron Rodgers won it out, Ben Simmons won out. Regardless of the reason of what they why they went out, they went out and they're both holding the, the teams hostage, right? By saying mm-hmm. I might not play, I'm not showing up for practice and everything like that. But you see how both situations were handled differently. 
I would say I but think two different organizations. So. I would say I think the difference is I think Philly really does want Vincent. I think Doc Rivers is smart enough to know that if Ben Simmons was on the court, Philly can really win this chip. And they were willing to grovel. They, Doc Rivers went on first take and apologized to this man. Mm-hmm. The Packers, yes. they cause basically the Packers blinked because they looked up and they realized, oh, the season starts in a couple weeks and Aaron's not here and Jordan Love is not as good as we thought. So <laughs> let's, see what, let's see what he wants. Maybe we can, we can talk <laughs> into it because – all of a sudden, we not as good as we think. So, yeah, and and the opposite from Ben Simmons, Aaron Rodgers was winning the PR battle because it made a lot of mm. sense what Aaron Rodgers was saying that the Packers weren't doing for him. So, when you have a ring and you're one of the five best quarterbacks in the league, and you see the other great quarterback in the league get to do whatever he wants and win a ring because the organization listened to him, it, it makes Aaron Rodgers look like he's making a lot of sense because Tom Brady said, go get me this, this, and this, and we'll win a ring. Tampa Bay went and did this, this, and this, and they won a ring. Yeah. And Rodgers asked for the same thing, and they're like, no, nah, we know what we're doing. And then you lose to Tom Brady. That gives Aaron Rodgers a lot of leverage. So mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is passing up layups in the playoffs. <laughs> it's not going to look too good when you like, yo, I don't feel like I'm getting treated right. Everybody going to look at you like you're crazy because you're not performing on the field. Aaron Rodgers just won the MVP. So yeah. I, I, you're right, James. Like There's similarities, but there are – Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. did have Green Bay by the throat. Yeah, he had them by the throat, and honestly, it looks like Green Bay was right. Shouldn't have gave him nothing because clearly he doesn't he doesn't care about anybody but himself. Clearly, so it's a really selfish act. Being you just you like you gotta understand you're going the whole season. What is it? Nine games right now? Well, eight games he's played, and no, you know, tell nobody. You're just basically going about moving in secrecy with this whole vaccination status, not knowing the type of harm you could have potentially caused to other players, like exactly. and the people around him. It's so unbelievable to me because, like, if you don't want to get, it's one. If you don't want to get the vaccine, fine, that's fine. But to mm-hmm. be walking around with no mask, no nothing, just no nothing, I'm just doing whatever I want, like, like that is. A different level kind of self. Yeah, like, it's management you have an issue with. Not crazy, the exactly. Yeah. Like that's crazy to me. Like you, you, you talk to your players, you talk to your teammates all the time. You can't tell me there's not one player on that team that Aaron Rodgers interacts with that doesn't have someone at home with some kind of uh, immune disorder, or that's a high risk person that you could have given it to them that could have gave it to that person, and they just lost a family member. Like mm-hmm. the odds of that, it's just it just makes no sense that you would be that selfish that you don't care about your teammates and their family just because you I I don't know if Aaron Rodgers thinks COVID's real. I don't know. He's not an activist, so I don't know. He's not but, <laughs> but it sure smells like someone that just thinks this is all nothing. So he's gonna get he's... back to doing what he does best, which is playing ball. And that is what he does best. And he's he's still the best thrower of the football I've ever seen. But the respect yeah, but, as a man, 
dropped drastically. No, but, but James, I'm glad you kind of made that comparison because it's like you have Ben Simmons, you got Aaron Rodgers. My thing is, personally, Ben Simmons doesn't have the skills to back up his mouth. At the end of the day, yeah, he's a great passer, great defender. Offense, he's a liability. He's just a liability on the offensive side. So, again, like Mike said, when you're over here trying to make these demands and then talking about you're not mentally there and all this other stuff, people looking at you like, dude, you're on a five-year, $177 million contract, and you barely can shoot a jump shot. What are you complaining about? He got destroyed by Shaq. Shaq destroyed him bad, but he made all the sense in the world. It's just not that good. It's not that good. You want to be great, and in order to be great, you got to get in the gym. So until you are that good, you're never going to be that great. And I understand that. I mean, and I, and we see all these clips every summer of him shooting threes. And then the season starts and he shoots these threes in preseason. And then the season starts and he doesn't take <laughs> one. And I don't know if that's mental. I don't it know if that's uh, but, but, you mechanics. Know, I don't know. But, you know. If he panics, it's mental. It's, it's mental yeah. with him. And, and, and rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. But, you know, Kobe had one of the best work ethics. You know, he would talk about how early in the morning, he's waking up, four in the morning, he's going to the gym, eats breakfast, goes back to the gym, eats again, goes back to the gym. His work ethic was impeccable at that point. Like with Ben Simmons, like that's the type of stuff you got to be doing to get your shot right, to get your stuff right. You look at Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball was a terrible shooter when he first started. What happened with Lonzo Ball? He, his jump shot, his percentage steadily kept increasing season by season by season by season. And now look at what the Bulls are doing. Giannis. Lonzo, Lonzo's a yeah, yeah, Giannis, Giannis and Tenacopo. Giannis. What, do you remember his scouting report back in, was it, 2013 when he came into the league? Back off him. Yeah. Back up off him. Back up off him. I remember reading those. And look it, at him it, now. It's, it's crazy because – it's almost the same thing with Giannis. You look at Ben Simmons and you go, boy, if he had a jump shot, boy, that would be an unstoppable oh. monster. Giannis can't even shoot yet. Giannis just gives you a hint that he has a jump <laughs> shot, and we're all like, oh, my God, the league is over. Just a hint. So, mm-hmm. like, like, literally, if Giannis' athleticism stays where he is, where it is, mm-hmm. three years from now, he's going to be the most dominant player we've ever seen. I agree. Because if his mid-range gets to B level and his three-pointer gets to B minus C plus level, mm-hmm. I mean, good luck stopping him. Good luck. I mean, who's going to stop him? I mean, at this point, I mean, I kind of have to give a semi-apology for defending Anthony Davis the way I did. I mean, this dude is just getting injured left. Right Street and right clothes. and left. It's just yeah, he's <laughs> I hate the same. I think clothes. he he left the most recent game because he had like a stomach bug or something. Oh my god, just yeah, and then yeah, Westbrook. I don't know what Westbrook's been doing. He's just been... Westbrook's hurting my heart. <laughs> he's hurting, heart. Heart. hurting my heart. That man has been breaking all all over California. Afraid. I was afraid of this happening because I felt like. uh Westbrook was not gonna find his his um. I thought I figured I figured Westbrook wasn't gonna find his position within this team, 
And it's starting to look like that, man. It's starting to look like he doesn't know where to, like, fit in because – and it shouldn't be that – it shouldn't be that complicated, but we're not professionals. I mean, we all play basketball on a very, like, small level if we have even. But it's like even looking at it, you just think that um, maybe they should, like, put him – because he's a big guard. He likes to play um, on the post, especially there's a lot of small guards today. It's a mixture of big guards, but a lot of small guards. He likes to put them in the post, just like what um, Candace Parker run the um, the pick and roll off the um, post right there. Put him in the post, run the pick right there, because then he can go straight to the basket, or he can figure out if AD is going to pop out or drive to the basket. It's the same thing when you put um, Dwight Howard in. You know, you just got to figure it out. And he's been having a really hard time adjusting, a really hard time adjusting. He really is like Westbrook. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, again, you can still use the early, you know, statement, honestly. Um, But again, five and five, you know, I don't know how long LeBron's going to be out, but he's dealing with some nagging injuries like Anthony Davis. We we already mentioned him. What I do want to say, though, is that he may not get his, his points isn't that high. But his numbers ain't really that much different. His 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 turnover ratio was already high when he was in other teams. They've been high, so people I feel like, you know, when you go to other teams where like it's just like a big market city or a lot of attraction and everything like that, it's microscope. So that's what it looks like right now. Everybody see oh the the twelve, ten, ten, and ten, and the ten another ten for the turnovers. You know what I'm saying? But it's been like that. It ain't it ain't really changed. He's been a high on turnover ratio player, but he's found ways to be effective with those turnovers being there. But, you know, I feel like people are, like, drilling in on his game a lot too, especially if they're not winning. It's a lot easier to point the finger at it. Mm -hmm. I think being in the big market, you're right, is putting a spotlight because he's not playing too much different than he normally does. The difference is in Washington and Houston and OKC – he was the one or the two option. And because the ball is always in your hand, you can live with the turnovers because it makes sense. He's always has the ball in his hand. When you're the number three option, at this point, every time you get the ball, it becomes critical. Like, mm-hmm. so you can't have, like, for you to have the ball less, but your turnovers are still that high, still the same, looks bad on you. And. Yeah. The fact that he listen, I I am a staunch Russell. He got crit- yeah those critical times like the like, other two games ago where he turned the ball over late in the game. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. You can't, you can't do that. And he's shooting twenty three percent from three right now. Like oh. that you, that oh I, you can't defend oh. that. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot defend that. Like you are literally throwing up bricks right now. Like, <laughs> They need you to change that up the victory of that team. They need to put my man Mello a part of Mello is team. making New York Mello proud is, right now because yes. he is out there. The, I'm serious. The Lakers legit could be three and nine if Mello wasn't on that team. Like mm-hmm. Mello has literally carried them to a couple of wins already. Mm-hmm. Melo, I, I literally saw today, Melo is the second oldest player in the league. 
this makes no sense that Melo is they're depending this much on Melo this early because Mello's I love Melo. He's getting the chance to show. But Jay, you know where this is going to go. And, and he, and he's he really get to the playoffs. We're going to get to the playoffs, and he's going to run out of gas. He's going to run it. They're using it all now. I don't see it happening because he kind of did. He's doing a little bit more than what he did in Portland. But when they got to the playoffs, it was still there. And I feel like get, him having. Piece, he did two-piece Denver up in the playoffs. One game, and, but then he fell. And then he disappeared after that. No, nah, because they faced the Lakers. No, they, they were, faced, Portland lost to Denver. No, but I'm talking. Was that the year before? It was the year before. The year before the they play-in? lost to the Lakers. Yeah, but he two piece Denver see. last year. He two piece Denver in the face <laughs> in Denver, which was a great moment for me. And then he dis- and then he disappeared for the rest of the series and. I don't know if anyone has found CJ McCollum yet because I'm still looking for him. <laughs> I don't know where he is. But he surely has disappeared the last two playoffs because like everybody talk about Dame, Dame, Dame. That's the dude they need to be yelling at because Dame, that dude, nah, yo, Dame is like playing like. Are you worried about Dame? Are you worried about Dame? Dame playing like, yo, I'm not even going to play to my top because I want to be out of here. That's the so Are you worried about Dame? Because no, I'm, I'm not, not worried about this game. I mean, the he's like, turn it on. that's the case. You just signed that deal. You know what you were signing well, he's for. Torn. He's torn. He's conflicted. I get it. He wants to be one of those lifers. He wants to be what he wants to do. He very much, as you can attest to, because you get on me all the time about he loves the grind. Right. I love the grind. Right. I love building, building, building. The, the one ring is worth it. That's why I respect that. As he said, he respects Giannis because the grind, the grind, the grind. The problem is Portland is letting him down. And they've kind of been caught with the injury bug. Like, because I'm pretty sure if that center, if if he's healthy just one time in the playoffs, Portland could make some noise. If he could just be healthy one time. I've never seen someone what's good with, um... in the playoffs every year. What's good with their other kid, the um the white boy, he's um big, that's always injured, that's really yeah, good. Yeah, the two of them. The two What's of them. What's his like, name? Uh it's Yurkic and um Um I'm gonna have to I have to look it up. Yeah. It's but the two of them, because Portland really does have a roster. Like if them two could just be healthy, <laughs> who knows what we're saying. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just oh, come on, man. Like Portland is such an irrelevant organization. It, it, like, come on. Now, how long has it been since we've been talking Portland, and still it's the same result over and over again? First round defeat, maybe second round certain times, but it's just the same story with them. It's just honestly, if I'm Dame Lewis, I'm getting out of it. Like that whole grind, I get it. It's cool, but how long are you gonna grind? <laughs> how long? How long you gonna grind? Like, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's like you need the pieces. The pieces aren't there. The pieces just aren't there. Like at the end of the day, Giannis just. And again, thank you. Also have to acknowledge Katie's foot, but Giannis just had enough to do it himself. Well, not himself, but he had enough to do it with the people around him. Like, and his number two showed up. Chris Middleton. Yeah, Chris up. Middleton. Chris, exactly. Chris Middleton showed up. 
Yeah. I'm still looking at you, CJ McCollum. <laughs> like, so, I mean. CJ McCollum ain't no Chris Middleton, though. And, and that's why Dame doesn't have a ring. <laughs> but if I'm, if you're Dame, who, who you go to? I don't know. That's the thing, because Dame, and Dame's weird because Dame said he doesn't want to do a super team. So basically what he's saying, he wants to go to a mid he I mean I mean him on Boston could be fun. Mm. I hate Boston, but it's a lot of ball hugging though. That would be that'd be interesting. Well, because but I think Dame becomes the alpha that they need. Because even though Tatum and Jalen Brown are very good, I don't think either one of them are alphas. They're both kind of passive. You don't think Tatum's Dame's an alpha? Not, you don't Dame's think? not passive. Dame mm. will be like, give me the ball. I'm going to score. So I think Dame could work in in Boston. I think Dame could – I actually think Dame could work in New Orleans because I think him and Brandon Ingram – poor Brandon Ingram is just lost <laughs> in, in – what, What's in going on with Zion? <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a couple weeks away. That's what okay. I say. I, I I think we'll see away, Zion injury Yeah, a couple injury um weeks away. He's a couple weeks away injury wise, but I think he's about two months away weight wise. Oh God! I don't yeah. think we're gonna see Zion until Christmas. Jesus! Or right he's before Christmas. While. Yeah, because once he gets his injury done, he's gonna have to get shape. So it's gonna be a little. While. And so, um, answer your question, Mike, the guy that we were talking about is Zach Collins, but now he plays for the Spurs. So there you go. His career may be over. Yeah. His career <laughs> It's a wrap for him. Oh, man. So. Yeah, man. Jeez. But, yo, man, the Nets is on a five-game winning streak. The uh, they were. Nets. They were. Oh, they were. <laughs> they were. <laughs> Lost to the Bulls. Yo, I, I I have to give the Bulls their flowers, man. I have to give the Bulls and the Heat their flowers. Those are two teams that are not playing around right now. I told y'all Miami's really good. I told they y'all are Miami really good. Tyler Hero, Miami. I don't know. Tyler Hero has been balling. Yeah, Tyler Hero's playing. Tyler Hero's been balling, man. Before we get into Miami, because we need to talk about Miami. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. we do. No, we do. I just want to let's let's give Chicago their flowers. I just want to talk. I just got to give thirty seconds of some love to my man Caruso. Is he just not your? He, that is just my guy. That is he will forever. I'm be honest, I haven't seen a Bulls game this year. I haven't seen a Bulls game. I've actually game yet. watched the Bulls three times this year. I've already seen because I saw them play the Knicks. I saw them beat Brooklyn last night, and they were on TV for some other game. And I saw them play. I don't, yo, if I'm, no, I'm, I'm telling you, Chicago's good. Yeah, I'm Demar Derozan. Demar Derozan. Were you always a Caruso? Yes, Caruso. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> you sure? You remember me screaming that in the bubble? I thought when he was in, like when he was in the preseason, when he had the wild hair, and I was like, "Yo, this guy could jump." I thought you was to be like, oh, "I'm not crazy about him." He won me over. I don't watch preseason number one, but he won me over. I've been on the Caruso train. For Yo, a Anthony, while this now. guy, 
to the left or right. Which camera I'm looking at? <laughs> but what I'm about to say, this guy right here, yo, he does not watch preseason of any sport. And I watch preseason of basketball, baseball. I don't watch football. I still don't know how you watch preseason baseball. I mean, no, I'm sorry. I'm with, I'm with Mike on this one. I don't watch preseason. It kind of shapes you to understand what the dynamic of your team looks like prior to going into the season. I, I just go on the news. Guys blow up. Bas- or basketball out of the three. Basketball out of the three makes the most sense. And then football a little bit because you can see how the first team plays yeah. a little bit. You can kind of get baseball. No, take care. I Mike, could care. You couldn't pay me to go to a spring training game. Like, here's no about that. But yo, look, yo, Anthony, I'll be watching these preseason baseball yeah. games right now, and I'll be telling, I'll be saying these names to Mike that's on the Yankees, and Mike will be like, "Who?" And then later <laughs> in the season, right? Later in the season, he's like, "Yo, this guy just started playing." I'm like, "No, he was playing like that in preseason." <laughs> no, nah, I, I know, I know, we're not talking about baseball, but um, <laughs> one thing, one issue, one thing I really think baseball needs to do. I think they need to expand that playoff. I they just personally think they really do. I just like for a team to just go and have to go through the grind of just a hundred and sixty-two game season, just for four to teams put, to make it. Yeah, come like, on. The way that they had the playoff set up last year in the bubble. That was the best playoff setup. I, that worked so perfectly. Yeah. You have a one game, you have a couple one game playoffs, then you have a season, a, a five game, and then you have a seven, and then you're in the World Series. Like, yeah. bang, bang, boom. They're so afraid of these guys that are not better than the guys from the 50s and 60s, breaking these guys from the 50s and 60s records that they don't want to change anything. Like, it evolves, the sport evolves. Like, Mm-hmm. Get, I don't even understand it. Get this TV money, like, do like, yeah. like literally. I don't. I know it, when you look at the ratings. I, know, I was about to just say that. I know when they looked at the ratings, they saw a spike when they did that the little format change because the NBA mm-hmm. did that and they adapted and and they basically made it. That one game playoff between the Lakers and the Warriors that was must see television that night. Yeah, must everybody was t- tuned in at ten o'clock that night. <laughs> must be TV, and Adam and Adam Silver to his credit went, oh, well let's run this back then. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just make it's money, it's money. It gives us more drama. Like I don't understand why baseball doesn't do it. Like who can't? Like records are made to be broken. Like so what? Like Altuve already is like a fourth or th- has a third or fourth most. Postseason home runs, Altuve ain't on no Reggie Jackson or Derek Jeter level. We know that. Like, so he has the record. Okay, who cares? Let him go. Let him live with that. Let, all right, cool, great. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, is it fair that Emmett Smith has the rushing title when he played more? When he has more games to play than Jim Brown did? Like, who can't? Like, records are made. Time evolves. Like, we got to move mm-hmm. forward. Like. It doesn't take yeah. away from Jim Brown. It just get you just recognize greatness when you see it. Emmitt Smith's a great running back. Like he's up. You can talk in the same breath, Emmitt Smith and Jim Jim Brown. A lot of people will tell you Jim Brown was better. Hey, okay. I mean, <laughs> like there's room on the table for everybody to eat. So mm-hmm. I, that's I never understood why they didn't want to expand the playoffs and stuff because the traditionalists. Well, this isn't the baseball that we grew up on. 
it's not because you're not growing up anymore. Like, yeah, exactly. And it's and even to that point, Mike, today's baseball is nowhere near the same five years ago, three years ago. Nope. They, they made so many changes as far as like speeding the game up, adding from different aspects to the Pitch game, clock. like everything, everything, everything's different. So they can't not be afraid of the subtle changes that's going to only bring um betterness to the to the sport so but the, mm-hmm. the one thing and we can go back to basketball in a second the one thing i'll let you go into the one thing that they haven't done is the main thing which is highlight their stars and promote their stars and let these dudes play and have fun fernando tati should be on every billboard in the country like I don't Word. understand. There are still people that don't know who Mike Trout is, and that makes no serious? sense. Mike Trout is Mike Trout is a Hall of Famer right now, despite the fact that the Angels have completely wasted his talent. And I hate the Angels for completely no, but wasting they actually, his talent. They actually have this new guy on the Angels. He had it. Otani and Otani. Yeah, Otani. Yeah, Otani should be everywhere. Yeah. Like I should be able to turn my TV on and not see. <laughs> Someone that can pitch and hit. Like, he literally is going to finish in the top five of MVP and the Cy Young. Like, Mm -hmm. in what world should he not be the biggest sports star in the world right now? I don't know. Like, it makes no sense. Like, they, they literally, they have Aaron Judge, and that's because he plays in New York. Uh, And who else? Who else Bryce is a Harper. really main Bryce Harper, yeah. and he played in Philly and Washington, so he had a major market. What other? Um, sheesh, Toronto's guy. What's his name? Who? Vlad Guerrero. Mm-hmm. He's not on their level. True. I mean, and I mean popularity-wise, he's not on their yeah. level. Would you say Giancarlo Stanton is still up there? Or? I don't know if he's on. I don't think he's not on superstar Aaron level because he doesn't upward. have parent, he doesn't have per, personality enough for. Mm. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. So he. He's What's the guy that won the home home run derby? Pete Alonso might be getting close because he plays on the Mets. He plays on New York. The problem mm. is the Mets ain't been to the playoffs. Like he hasn't really gotten that that time yeah. to shine yet. But. Yeah. Like what, what we're about, struggling to think of superstars in baseball. What about Clayton Kershaw? He got commercial. I would give him. The, I would yeah. give. I would give Kershaw because he plays in L.A. But like we're struggling. We're struggling. I, 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 I'm thinking. Stars. I'm just trying to think right now. Huh? It's like, um, and 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 despite the um the shit show, Cole and um. Um, Garrett Cole did. Garrett Cole. He he um he doesn't have any personality either. He even had he had a really good, really really good season, but you know he almost kind of got a Golden Glove almost how good he was playing, but you know it's just not personality um driven to get that type of attention. I mean maybe I'm maybe I'm biased because I'm a Reds fan, but I'll say Joey Bottle. I don't think Joey Bottle's on that level, like. Talent wise, I would give you that, but superstar, I don't know if he's on. I know who he is. You know who he is. But does casual fan know who he is? I don't know who that is. I don't know. You don't know who Joey Votto is? Uh See? See what I mean? Like, Mm. 
And then James isn't even a casual fan. James is actually a baseball fan. Like, <laughs> wow. So, wow. Nah, he, he's he, he's one of those Reds greats. Like he's gonna be up there in that Hall of Fame soon. Like he's he's been he's been around for a while. He's still no one of the best. Game. He's still one of the best players on our team. He is still one of the best. players. Yeah, he's still one of the best players on our team. It's still it's like the ninth wonder of the, the world how you became a Reds fan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday we'll unpack that. Maybe someday, you know. We're the he said yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll put this on a we'll put this on a bonus episode or a bonus segment. <laughs> yeah, oh shit. Um, oh my bad. Y'all got any uh y'all got any uh early MVP NBA MVP picks? Steph Curry. Steph, Steph is is already showing me he's he's already on that I'm on another level type of flow still. Like he's picking up right where he left off. You, y'all know he dropped fifty last night, right? Yeah, he dropped fifty and ten 50. like last night. They said he's like the oldest player to do fifty and ten in the game, which was shocking to me. Yeah, because he's only thirty three. Exactly, but then I think about it. I mean. Who's really dropping 50 once you get past 33? Because my thing is, I'm like, LeBron hasn't done that yet? Like, I thought LeBron been done that. No, nah, it's like LeBron is 10. 50 and 50 10. And 10. Yeah, 50 and 10. 10. Because Kobe KD never did that. Katie just had no. 48, 50 and 49. 10. I know, I know. I'm talking about points-wise. He's talking about, he's talking about old with points. But mm. accumulation of both, yeah, it's been – because when you get to a certain age, I mean – you're not doing too much to be like a, a two-way player, but his 10 was assists, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That right there, it, your players got to make shots too. So That's true. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, I don't really care about those small analytics, man. They used to, they, they Steph Curry you to death, man, because if you think about it, they were like, the last person to do it, you're looking at him, Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got all the three-point – all yeah, the three-point like, benchmarks, yeah. it's all Steph Curry, Steph Curry. is just you'll, then You might see Klay Thompson in there in, like, the fourth row, but then, like, it'll be Steph Curry right after that. And just, yeah. Come on. Still, I know, don't hate on my man Steph Boogie's greatness, all right? No, no, no. I love stuff. I do love stuff. Hey. But still, man, I think that some analytics is just like, all right, okay. <laughs> 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 yes, Anthony. I've been calling him Steph Boogie since like 2012, 2013. Wardell. Steph, Steph Boogie. Is he the greatest shooter of all time? Yes. I knew that five Better years Better than Ray ago. Allen? I knew that five years ago. Yeah, it's 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 no question. It's Steph. Mm. He took that title, he has it, and it's it's it- I, he, I, the question I, listen, remains to me now: Can Clay catch Ray Allen and Reggie Miller and Mark Price? Can mm-hmm. Clay catch them? Yeah, I mean, if he, if uh, I, I wouldn't put Clay above Ray Allen right now. I would still give Ray, I would still give Reggie Miller over Clay too right now. But Clay's coming. <laughs> but he's, he's coming. coming. Nah, he's I have a little. He got to play. He um, he with him not playing. That's that's what. That's been hurting. That's what him, does yeah. it. Yeah. Like, 
I have a bone to pick with Curry for a minute, man. First off, he's ruined NBA 2K. That's the first thing. Like you, you yes. can't even you you can't even he play that. Game. Yeah, he, he broke, broke the game. The it's it, it's like you play somebody. They all they do is they pick the Warriors and play Curry. It's like I'll I'll even switch defenders just to put the best defensive player on, and he's still jacking up any three known to man. So I'm like, okay, let's play on the hardest difficult level. He's still making every three. What year was that? Was that 2017? 20. When, they, um, when you couldn't, when like, it was when Steph was like making unbelievable threes. It was like 2K16, I think. You couldn't even do what, what Steph did in reality. And he had, yeah, to, change, yeah, and he had to change the game because he was yeah. so good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was his back-to-back season, his MVP back-to-back. He's also ruined pickup basketball too, man, because everybody thinks they're Steph Curry now. That's another yeah. story. <laughs> well, the game was already kind of going to like stretch for three point shooting. Mm-hmm. He just like fast forwarded. That's all it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, speaking of basketball, did y'all hear about Scotty Pippen? Y'all heard about what he's been saying? Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, you can't get away with that. Yes, we are. I just want to say this. I agree with Scotty Pippen. I, I agree with him. I do. Because I think, honestly, Jordan has been hogging the spotlight. He's not acknowledging thoroughly his teammates who helped him to become what he became. Come on, Mike. Before Jordan won those rings, what was he doing? He was getting his, getting you know what, busted left and right by the Pistons. The bad boy Pistons was busting his, you know what, every single year. Then Pippen and them boys get an argument from me. Will not get an argument from me. So I, I see. I'm on. I'm, I'm going on these social media sites, and everybody's just ripping Scotty Pippen to shreds. I'm like, what? Like, come on now. First off, you get Pippen his flowers. Don't disrespect Scotty. Second that's, off, that's, that's, I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mike has a disdain for, for Scotty Pippen because what is your disdain? I'm, sense, I'm starting to sense this. What is this disdain going on for Scotty? Because Scotty Pippen has dunked on Scott on Patrick Ewing a bunch of times. <laughs> and Mike is the ultimate Patrick Ewing fan. I'm a Knicks fan as well. I am too, Patrick but Ewing. it was funny, man. <laughs> like when you get dunked on that bad, I mean, I mean, what you gonna say about that? Like, what are you gonna say? Like, what are you gonna do? I mean, first off, Patrick Ewing went and got him and tried to fight Scotty Pippen on one of the dunks on the dude. You just gotta take that walk of shame, man. Come on, man. I. I you can't hit on him for that. You can't. <laughs> oh, I can. Oh, I, I can. Hey, look, look. This I is this is a quote right stand, here. Scotty, but now he does. See, and is it easier to play with a herniated disc or to play with a flu? I don't see many bad back games, but I do see flu games. Flu? Come on. What he said. But I still kind of feel like he's on his like campaign run for his book. He's been on this that's, run ever since the idea of the book is came into play. Exactly. But my, that's I feel him. Because he, he raises good points, but that's my problem with it because it's fake. He don't mean none of this. He's but just you, trying to sell books. That's all. He don't mean not a word. He's saying after the book flops, he gonna be right back to kick. 
to bending the knee and kissing Michael Jordan's ring. As soon as all this is over, he gonna be right back to being in his place over there at the number two. How crazy will it be if they um if the book comes out and it's not even like a tell all like we think? It won't be <laughs> full of it. He's full of it. Yo, <laughs> how crazy, bro? <laughs> Listen, uh, yo, I, 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 I think it's real, but I do think there's a business aspect to it, like, because, um, no, I definitely do, I definitely do feel like he's genuine, you know, like, and again, I don't know if y'all remember, but like, it was either during or after the last dance had finished, um, premiering. He had made comments about it, you know. Was there was there there were there were rumors and there was actually talk, you know, about his disdain for on um, the last name. So I feel like this is genuine. I mean, yeah, I do feel like there's a business. But he wasn't the only one. There was a few people. Horace Grant said the same thing. Mm-hmm. There was a few of them on that on that was on the docu series that said that they weren't put in the correct light because it was more of the Jordan show. But I mean. I feel him because at the end of the day, what you was watching for? You was watching for Mike. You was watching for Mike, and he knew it, and he turned it into his documentary. That's that's what it was supposed to be about the Bulls. But you, but you can't. But you can't sit here and say like, "Hey, it would be more. It would be more intuitive, be more entertaining. If it would be more introspective, if." It was about the Bulls. Like, come on, how many? We all know about Michael. We all know about what he did, how we dominated again. We all know about Michael Jordan. Let's know. Let's get a little bit more about Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, hell, Steve Kerr. Let's get to know more about him. Let's get to more about all these people around him. Like, I don't know. That's just me. I mean, I we, like we, they, gave, they kind of gave Pippen his flowers early on in the Pippen episodes, but they did overshadow his. With the whole, I'm not coming in a game on this play because they gave it to Tony Kukos, but they did try to give his flowers in the beginning of that episode. But he yeah, even complained they, about they don't that. Talk too. about the fact that Pippen should have won the MVP that year. They don't. They don't talk about that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will. The finals, a game away from the finals. He he was balling out of his mind that first year that Jordan was gone. So a game away from the finals. You can't take that away from them, and people like to do that. So, Not even a game, a shot away from the finals. It was a shot. He was a shot away from the finals. He missed the shot. But who sent who sent him home? I don't know. Who sent him home? Patrick Ewing. That's who sent him home. Can we not talk about that? You know the answer to that question. Patrick Ewing <laughs> sent I don't, him back I, I don't want to talk about that year, man. And they <laughs> lost to the Rockets. <laughs> hey, hey, you didn't need to bring that far. We just <laughs> see, and and that all that honestly brought me into another thing because this is another this is one thing that I'm glad the NBA had changed recently was that two three two format the NBA final. Yeah, I'm glad they went back to a regular format. I always always hated that two three two format. I hated the two three two format too. because we were up and we were up in that '94 um finals. We were up series. three games to two. The next we had, win that we series had to go was two, three. We couldn't. We couldn't. We just needed one game in Houston. We just needed one. We had to go. We got to go to Houston for game six and seven. 
because couldn't get one they game split up. the first two games, mm-hmm. and then Houston got one game. They got game three, and that was the, and that that's all they needed. Mm-hmm. But if you flip it, the Knicks won games four and five. If the Knicks win game five in Houston, that series is over. Because yep. the Knicks are not losing that clinching game in that in Madison Square Garden in 1994. The Knicks are not losing that game. Nope. So, yeah, it sucks. It, it really sucks. There's a few series that changes if they don't have that stupid 2-3-2 two, two, uh, format. I, I don't think I, uh, Dwayne Wade and Shaq and him, I don't think they beat Dallas if it's not 2-3-2. Two, two. Really? I don't think they beat them four in a row. Because think about it, they gained momentum because they had three, four, and five in Miami, and it built and built and built. Dallas never, <laughs> Dallas never recovered from the punch in the face. Mm. You know, funny enough, I don't think Kobe, I don't think the Lakers would have beaten the Celtics in 2010. I don't think so. I don't think Be- so. Either. Because Boston was up three two, but the final two games so. were in L.A. And but even with it being that way. I don't think LA wins that series as strange as it sounds. I don't think they win that series if Kendrick Perkins doesn't get hurt. If Perkins mm-hmm. doesn't get hurt, Boston wins that series. Mm-hmm. Big Perk. So as crazy as that sounds, but <laughs> who's effective hurt, on that so on that Celtics team? He was, he was very effective, effective on that. He team. was very effective. Perk doesn't get hurt, Celtics get another ring. Mm-hmm. So ah. but let's 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 have the, let's get into this fun. Let's get into some fun because I don't know, and I have some breaking news too. Uh, oh, okay, you, well, uh, when you play this clip, go ahead and fire that off, Mr. Producer. Oh, so Morris banging Jokic first. They'll take a look at this. Extenuating circumstances, perhaps, that Jokic returning the favor. Well, of course, you know that. So that was the clip. They see that man's brother's man up in the stairs, man. They know not to mess with jokers, man. Yeah, me. I mean, mean, uh, Marky Morris's brother has something to say on Twitter. Waited till little bro. Waited but till then, till bro turned his man, back. Them head. boys always nope. get into something, man. And these they boys, always and Joker's brothers fired right back with the you should leave this way, leave this the way it is instead of publicly threatening our brother. Your brother made a dirty play first. If you want to make a step further, be sure we'll be waiting for you, Jokic brothers. <laughs> and I just want to add that they made that Twitter account just to make that message. <laughs> yep. Yep. So we are, we are getting dangerously close to, as they say on the streets, it being on site. It is getting close. Speaking of on site, uh, your boy, uh, Mike, your boy, um, AJ, AJ Brown had something to say about Jalen Ramsey. You know, like, he said yeah, after the game, he's like, on site too. Yeah. he yeah. said, you got my number. You can come by. <laughs> They're very close to on site, too. Um, so how we wanted to – oh, the breaking news that I had. Before you NBA, got it, I got, the, um, I got one more clip to play. I don't mean to cut you off. 
Right. One more clip of call um, tied right. to that. This is what will. No, I felt it bad for real because uh, actually I, I was looking. Uh, then I asked for um, I don't know who showed me. Who showed me the the clip and actually his head snapped back. So I feel really bad. I mean, um, it's, it's it's a reaction. You know, it's a it's a bad move. You think that was like a quick cleanup from the streets? Uh from the streets. That was a reaction. My reaction was to go pop him back. <laughs> that was that his reaction when he slapped Homeboy in the face last season. <laughs> <laughs> Who did he slap like that? Was <laughs> he slapped he fire out of um forgot who he slapped. Out of um Rivers. Was it Rivers? I don't think it was it might have been nah. Austin. I don't know. The Joker don't play. Nah, he don't. By breaking it, he's been suspended one game for that. Jokic? Yep. One, wow. Oh, my fantasy game. My fantasy team. Morris has been fined, and Jimmy Butler has been fined. And that's it. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, Joker is going to be. I can understand why it was suspended. I mean, it's retaliation. So, so yeah. Let's so, so, do you feel that he was wrong in that situation? How do you feel about that situation? Yeah, Anthony, go ahead. We're going to talk out more from a moralistic standpoint. Yeah, he was wrong. I mean, honestly, it's just one of those things where it's like, you got to understand, you're a professional. You know, you unfortunately, as much as these NBA players don't want to admit it, yeah, they are role models, you know, whether or not they want to be. So you got to act that way, you know. Even if you may feel you've been antagonized or you have a reason, you know, you got to always act the part. I know it's a corny take, but it is what it is. I mean, that's just that's just how it is, you know. Man, how I feel about it is these Maurice, Maurice Boris. <laughs> They think they tough, but they not really tough, bro. They not really tough. So, yo, you, you keep on asking for you keep barking up the street, man. Somebody gonna have to press them. And um, and they tried to own um, punk. Uh, what is it, Doncic? A few seasons in the in a row, and I feel like they got um Luca's heart because they always punking him in the playoffs. But these boys always been trying to play tough for seasons, man, and they need to be put. In the uh, in the right place that they they they're not this is not the nineties and they think they're in the nineties as far as like being aggressive like that but yeah uh, nah man they, but that's who they are man them dudes are certified goons man a lot of no what they a lot of bark, <laughs> they a lot of bark I don't know I think and Joker's like I already said Joker I think he's about that life. But I also think... I think his brothers are about that life. I, th- <laughs> I, I think Joker picked the right Morris brother to do that to. Because I don't think that that would have went the way it went had that been Marcus instead of Marquis. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't care what you say, James. I Marcus would have got up and swung at him. Because you can say what? He don't play that. He don't play He's dirt, he's a dirty player. We know he's a dirty player, and Joker would if Joker would have called his bluff like that, he would he would have won at it. He would have tried it, even if he would have got up and just got in his face and yelled, 
if he would have got it, it would have been a different situation. That being said, Marquise got what he deserved. That was a dirty play. Like that was a that they mm-hmm. were getting blown. They were getting blown out. It was like two minutes left in the game. I don't know why Joker's in the game to begin with, but that foul that was a dirty foul. Like he could have he could have cracked the rib. He could have like he went in elbow first right in the ribs. Like that, and I mean we've all played ball. That hurts. Like, yeah. Like, that but that's hurts. complete. That's not. That's not off brand for um for Malone as a coach. He plays his players to the buzzer to the buzzer, off, and that's never like that's never been smart. We've seen how it happened against Derrick Rose, you know. So a lot of coaches have like paid attention to the late moments in the game. If they have a huge lead, that they might as well just take their starters out. So they can avoid any instances like that. But Malone, you know, he plays his players to the buzzer, and that's when you get situations like this that could have been avoided. I mean, it could have been avoided, but as as I uh, saw the great Uncle Shay say, this morning, <laughs> one dirty play deserves another. <laughs> that was a dirty play. He got yeah. one back. It is what it is, but can we talk about? Have y'all seen? I don't have the clip ready. The, the firstly, I mean, would you not want Jimmy? Who J, Jimmy Butler can be on my team any day of the week. He didn't even see what happened. All he he was running up the court. All he did was turn around, see his man on the ground, and see everybody talking to Joker, and he was ready to square up. And, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. The I picture. saw it. Jimmy Butler had the revolution. They was ready to go. I was in his locker room like, let's go. Let's get it right now. He was telling him on the court, meet me in the back. Meet me. What's good? What's good? Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Jimmy Butler no, no, be right on now. My team any day of the week. That's my guy. The mayor of Clamp City, Jimmy Butler. Put him on my team tomorrow. Going in a foxhole with him any day. Hey man, listen. Just like Kanye was saying, said in a recent interview on Drink Champs, man, is there anything that's gonna really happen? It's too much money invested. Meet me in the back. What? What you think we're gonna fight? We ain't gonna fight. <laughs> no. No, they're not gonna fight. So that whole meet me in the back is Whatever, just like when oh, yeah. what was it? Remember De- um Devin Booker and whoever he got to the oh, let's go in the back and he ran into the back and stuff like that. You think security not sitting there like all right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man, it's, it's too much money. Man, after that, Malice in the Palace, man, ain't nothing going down. Man. Exactly. They done learned their lesson. By the way, did you see that documentary too? I heard it was not whack. Yet. I gotta watch it. Though. What? I will watch it. I will Hell. Watch it. Heck no, that was that was that was the documentary right there. It it it, it really gave you a deeper look into that whole situation, like because you remember when it came out, like you know when that situation happened, they tried to see Steven Jackson and and all them boys as victims and whatnot. I mean, yeah, they try to they try to paint them as just like perpetrators. My bad, you know, just just destroying their name in the media, just calling them thugs and all this other stuff. And in the documentary, they really shed light on what really was going down and what they were really doing, you know? And I'm not going to spoil it or ruin it for y'all, but 
it's definitely something y'all gotta watch, you know. Like it's a 30 for 30? Yeah, 30 for 30. Word. Yeah. I'm gonna check it out. Maybe I'll watch it Friday. I got some time. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh in other news, well, I know we're on um, we're a sports pod, but it's been um like talk around the world right now with the whole um Travis Scott Astro World fatalities that happen. Um and I want we all want to say prayers to those families that um to the people that um were lost and to the to the nine year old kid that's that is in the hospital. I don't know the update on him. Mm. But yeah. There was just another um just just recently, like right before I, we got on air, this girl who goes to Texas A and M, she was just reported no brain activity. So her family's essentially, you know, gonna have to, you know, make a tough decision, pretty much. So that's pretty much her case right now. So she's pretty much a goner at this point. Yeah, and what I want to um, shed light on is that uh, what is it when uh, Travis supposedly I found out about it, he already said that he will um, pay for the proceeds to the family and covering funeral costs as well as any mental health um fees that may come along with that with um experience on that even the people that wasn't actually involved immediately to the situation just like fans that were there that saw everything that happened but uh, i mean that's that's wild man those on those festivals that make you scared to go outside still even though with covid is other things that's like just that's just there you know well, I mean, it looked like a fire on festival. It looked like it was popping. No pun intended. Mike, no man. Um, we 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 uh we we been to a few Made in Americas and stuff like that, and those crowds could get crazy, man. I mean, let me pull it up. That shit look crazy. <laughs> I <was thinking> rocking. <laughs> yeah, yo. I mean, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, um, I'm not a fan of cancel culture. I, I didn't even pay attention to see if um if if stuff like that was happening with him. But there was um there were a lot of people saying or pointing the finger to Travis. How you feel about that? Or do y'all got thoughts on that? There's been so many there's been so many reports saying that, you know, oh, when these situations were happening and the crowd, he was still performing. But then, you know, you have people debunking that saying, No, he did pay attention to what was going on. You know, it's it's a lot of conflicting reports, honestly. You know. Yeah. Um I got a clip of the Somebody pass out right here. No, no, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Somebody just back up. Security, somebody help jump in real quick. Somebody jump in. Come on, come on, security. Get in there. Let's get in there. Let's get in there. Let's get in there. I don't know. But even then, you know, I've seen that footage too, and people have said that, you know, even after that footage, you know, he was still performing. You know, and 
just and again, you know, you hear about there was a guy allegedly who was in the crowd injecting people with drugs. Just, yeah, I heard that too. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I don't know what to believe, man. I wasn't there. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's tough because it's, it's so tough. many people. It's a lot of word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah. Of it's, word of mouth. It's, hard. Got it's, it's hard. And it's fresh. You, when you have a fresh. fresh situation like that, you get a million rumors first before the truth comes out. So you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, apparently. You got, oh, don't, don't forget about the Illuminati rumors, too. Those have been running wild, too. <laughs> yeah, you got that nonsense running around. <laughs> Travis Scott just became the biggest devil worst pro overnight, apparently, man. I mean, people will take stuff and just run with it. I'll just say, I like James said, we've been to festivals. I've been in those enormous crowds. And you don't think about it when you're there, but it is a scary situation, especially when you're in the middle, yeah. in the middle to the front, because there's literally, there's nowhere to go. You, It is hard to get through a crowd like that. Mm-hmm. And if the crowd, even the video, the footage of the people rushing and barricading the door before the concert even started, when you're in the front or in the middle of that and the crowd decides that it's moving, you're mm-hmm. moving. That's yeah. that's just it. So mm-hmm. if they're partying and moshing and doing all of this stuff, and there's a health incident that's going on, that's a very scary and dangerous situation because absolutely it is hard to get help. You have to hope that you have good. There are good people around you that are aware of their surroundings because people just don't care. It's scary. From Travis, mm-hmm. I understand why people are going to sue him. He's a big name. People know he has money. I know that these shows have like insurance. I think the venue has insurance for stuff like this. But they're obviously still going to sue Travis for the, the reasons I just said. To me, it's hard. Like We saw the clip there of him talking, trying to pause when I mean, I've never been on stage like that. James probably can talk to it more than I can. You can't really see. It's dark. It's dark. Like, you can't really see out there. So, for the people, like, why didn't he stop? Why didn't, how could he know what was going, like, it, he's focused on performing for all these people. That's what he's there to do. And he can't, it's hard to see. You don't expect that to happen. And I don't know how good his vision is. I don't know if he could see what was going on. Would it have been great if he would have stopped? It would have been great. But then, as I know this is going to sound heartless, but you have to think of the other people there, too. It becomes more dangerous if he yeah. stops the show. Hysteria. So they can help that people. As we said, people are high. They're on drugs. They're drinking. They're not in their right frame of mind. If they get upset... Like I said, when that crowd decides it wants to do something, a crowd that big, they're going to do it. So it actually becomes dangerous if he stops performing. And it it can be worse to the person that needs the help. So it's a tricky, tricky situation for him. Travis C., I don't know him. I listen to his music. I've listened to a couple albums. I don't know what kind of dude he is. I don't know what kind of dude he is. He seems like a good dude. We seen him perform live at all. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him perform. 
I remember how crazy it was when he performed. That shit was crazy. <laughs> shit was crazy. Like, it, it was crazy. It was a lot of fun, <laughs> but it was, was crazy. The best, crazy. best concert I've ever been to. That shit was crazy. <laughs> nah, so he, he seems, and he his seems shit like is, a good is dude. on another level now. I know. It's bigger now than when we saw him. He seems like a good dude. I don't think he would wish harm. He would want this to happen at his concert. So nah, I mean, man, not to mess up his bottom dollar either. You know, it's unfortunate to me. It's just it's unfortunate. Like, shout out to him for stepping up and trying to get ahead get of this. Some assistance. I just hope he doesn't think that he can just throw money at it. I hope he actually, you know, it's hard to say. You know, what could he do? But just throwing money at it is not really enough. The mental health aspect that he's doing that's that's a step. That's a good step. But I mean, it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate situation. Just prayers. Prayers for all the people. Oh. Like you said, it does make you wonder about going to these big festival type stuff. It's just, it's crazy out here. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, Closing in on the end, Mike, what you got lined up for us? Well, like I said, shout out to Dylan. Rest up. But I will be taking over <laughs> trivia time today. Uh, easier questions? Uh, probably will be easier than what okay. Dylan usually gives you. Dylan, uh, take I'm notes. Gonna, I'm going to stick <laughs> to basketball because I know that that's y'all wheelhouse. So we will stick with basketball. I have only three questions. We're not gonna go crazy. In and out, huh? In and out. We're up against the clock. Uh, but we're gonna. I'm gonna run down this first one. Let me just load this bad boy up. Okay, and this is an NBA question. Uh, multi-point question too. Only two times in NBA history has there been co. Rookies of the year. Can you name the four men that have been, you know, it's two different years. Can you name the two people that were in the two instances that there was a rookie of the year, the two co-rookies of the year? Co. At the one. Yeah, it's only happened twice that there were a co-rookie of the year. I know, I know one year. Just I the other year. I will give you a hint. I will give you the years that I will give you the year of one of them. So, do you want the most recent or do you want the oldest? Most recent. Is that the consensus? Do you go with the most recent, James? Sure. The most recent instance of this happening was 1999, the 99 2000 season. Oh, all right, I already know what who, I know who one of the guys is. I just don't know who the other one is from that year. Do I get a half? Do I get a half point? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. There's multiple answers so that we can get see who can get the most points here. That was that was the year Tim Duncan. Was it the ninety? Oh, you you've used your hint, sir. Oh uh, no. That was the year we lost in the final. Yeah. 
99, 2000. Rookie of the year. Cold rookie of the year. What the? F- yeah, I'm just, okay, now I'm going to give you a, another hint, too. Also, all three of these questions does have to do with rookie of the years. So that's that's the lane that we're in tonight. Okay. So just just so you have that, keep your brain in this air in this in this field. Uh, I will uh, make a reminder, folks at home. Next week when we do this, I will have music for this because clearly <laughs> this is just dead air because these two are stumped because they are not <laughs> on this level. Dylan, take notes. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, take notes. <laughs> oh, man. James, let me see, let me see your hands. What you doing? <laughs> It's over. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, I'm looking it up. He's not even denying it. <laughs> so he, so he, he's out. He's out. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still – yeah, but give, give me a second. I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think. Hmm. My brain would have said, like, Steve Francis or something, but I, I can't. I'm looking. Well, what we're not going to do is that nonsense that Dylan was doing last week that cost me and Anthony a point. Oh, Um, yeah. This is one of the guys, James. Where? Steve Francis is one. Okay. Hmm. So, Steve Francis is one. Now, let me get in and look up. Go ahead and look up. I, I, you like, it I, up, like, not like, no, honestly, for me, I want to say Elton Brand, but something is telling me not to, and I don't know why. Elton Brand is the other person in Steve Francis's co Oh, my God. God. You got to be kidding me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so those two were the hard ones. That was 99, 2000. <sighs> You, I'm sure oh, y'all let, don't let, know let the other two because it, it's, it's I, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's I a big that deal with the other two. The other two? Okay. Can you give us the year of the other two, man? 94, 95. Ooh. Mm. Damn. 94-95. It's up. Famous picture. Famous picture. It's a lot of famous pictures, Mike. <laughs> of, of these two guys with the Rookie of the Year trophy. like it's Jason K. Grant Hill. Yes. My like, God. I know. My God. I have seen this picture My of God. Jason K. Grant Hill with the Rookie My of the Year trophy. With the suits and the hats. Yes. Yes. Like, how have you never seen that picture before? Yes. The Steve yes. Francis Elton Brand one I knew was going to be tricky because I don't think a lot of people realize Steve Francis was that good that fast. No, nah, he was nice. Yeah. He was nice. 
I just I just didn't remember him being a cold winner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Him and Elton Brand. Brand had a crazy year. On yep, yeah, it was on the um, the Clippers, right? Yep, Clippers. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Which, oh, thank you, thank you. I'm glad you brought up the Clippers. Oh God. <laughs> The Clippers have the most Rookie of the Year winners in NBA history. Really? Can you name the franchise that has the second most Rookie of the Year winners? The Lakers? I was just about to say the Lakers. No. (laughs) Okay, well, well, James said it. I mean... Who has the second most? Actually, I'm wrong. The Clippers, it's flip-flop. The Clippers have the second most. This team has the most. Oh, okay. Um, I want to say the Celtics. Nope. Hmm. The Celtics have uh, three... But no. The Atlanta Hawks. The Clip the Clippers have five um rookie of the years. Uh who'd you say? The Hawks? Mm-hmm. No. The Hawks have only had one rookie of the year in their franchise history, <laughs> and it's Damn. Bob Pettit. Ah, that's going way back. A god. He was a god. Some some so what's that? Two guesses, James. You got one guess left, Anthony. One. Uh, still got two. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Uh, I don't know. I want to say the Denver Nuggets. No, and sadly, Anthony, the Denver Nuggets have never had a rookie of the year with <laughs> They are one of two teams to never have a rookie. Yeah, Melo did it that year, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised Melo didn't get it that year. There's, there's this Mello. guy named LeBron James. There's oh, LeBron yeah, that's right. Yeah, guy. yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that guy. Uh, how could you? But um, And they will never get another rookie of the year because they don't play their rookies because Bowl Bowl would have been a good person to play. But, you know, they don't get on the Knicks. It's cool. My honestly, my last my, my my last guess is honestly the Milwaukee. Uh no, it is not the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh Milwaukee have. Milwaukee only has two. This guy named Luau Sender and Malcolm Brogdon. Luau Sender. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh, James, you got one left. One guess left. Anthony's out. I'm out. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> he said, I don't know. I'm going to be honest mm. with you. Uh, I, I could. I'm going to The cabinet, no. No. Uh, Actually, I would say I would say the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
Nah, I wanna say him. Um The Cavaliers. You you gonna listen to Anthony? Yeah. You would be wrong, sir. It's not the Cavaliers. <laughs> Cleveland has only had two rookies of the year. This yep. guy that you mentioned earlier named Kyrie. LeBron James. LeBron and, and Kyrie. Guy named Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, yeah, LeBron. The team, surprisingly, I, I would say yes, surprisingly, with the most rookie of the year winners, is the Golden State slash San Francisco Warriors with six winners oh, of this award. I would have never guessed that. I know you wouldn't have guessed it. You got to uh, tell us Wilt what conference Ch- the team is, man. Well, Ch- you never asked. Well, Ch- <laughs> Woody Salisbury, Rick Barry, Ooh. Rick Barry, Jamal Woody Salisbury. Who was who? Was who? Before Woody Salisbury. Woody Salisbury. 1958 when they were the Philadelphia Warriors. Yeah, my parents weren't born. Except <laughs> <laughs> my parents were. My, my mom wasn't born. My dad was born. Wilt Chamberlain, Rick Barry, Jamal Wilkes, Mitch Richmond, and this guy named Chris Weber. Chris Weber. Wow. Fab five. Mm-hmm. The Clippers, like I said, are second with five. They're tied with the Kings and the Wizards also have five. Alright. You said question. The third one. Three. Okay. And the third one, I feel like this is an easy one, but you never know with you guys. But I'm going to throw it out there. I'm winning right now, so I don't have nothing to worry about. <laughs> Who is the first non-American Rookie of the Year winner? I will give you a hint. This is after the year 2000. So you can eliminate all them 80s and 50s and 60s. This is after (laughs) the year 2000. We had our first International Rookie of the Year. Who is he? And if you want a bonus point for who he played for, I will give that to you too. But I don't think... I think if you get one, you would get the other. But I don't think you're going to get him. So... Uh, I think I know who it is, but I'm going to let your boy go first since he's trying to catch up. (laughs) I didn't consider him my own international, but I, I, he is international when I think about it, so. I know who I'm gonna say after Anthony goes. Yeah, why well, I gotta why well, I gotta go first, man? I'm trying, I'm trying to know because that's that's James saying you're gonna get it wrong. That's what that is. I'm just trying to let my I'm just trying to let my thought process marinate real quick. I'm gonna be honest with you, he's not the only international I didn't say he was only, I said he's the first. Oh. Yeah, well then I know. I know who it is. But it's on Enoch. I'm trying to just even think of the rookie of the year. Ooh, you gotta think that. That's over. 
Nah, my mind is just blank. It's blank central up the bit, man. Blank central work. Yeah, my mind is blank central, man. Wait, all right, Breezy, you, you, Mister Confident over there, Mister Spaniard himself. Pow, 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 Gasol. Uh, that is correct. It is pow. Hey. It is pow. Uh huh. 2001 with Memphis. the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, God. I, I, I'm going to let you get this one. I'm going to let you get this one. All right. I think I will prove I would I I I um, make my boy Dylan proud in this. <laughs> Wait till we start doing that NFL trivia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm going to be stuck mm-hmm. on that. I mean, if he go in the past, I might know a few things. But um, I, I – he stumped the hell out of all of us last week. Yeah, he. The initial one, you wasn't on the um on the pilot pod. I did get the Devin Harris one. <laughs> James has gotten uh, at least one right every week so far. Uh, I was waiting. I was kind of stalling. I had to just throw this in here just for James. Uh, the ball game is officially over. And Duke has won their opening game. The Coach K farewell store starts off with a win over number 10, Kentucky. Coach K, greatest coach of all time. First one down. Goodbye to her. <laughs> oh, best, team, best team in North Carolina strikes again. Just just throwing that out there. Just no, throwing not. that out what are there. They, what, is the, what is their team? What is what the name of the team? They're the best team in the state of North Carolina. What is the what's the name of the team? Duke. That's it, right? There's one yeah. North Carolina. Okay, RJ Barrett showing off the Duke championship Tar ring. Hill. Okay. <laughs> they play in North Carolina. They ain't the best they, and, team. And remind you, they got a dub tonight too. If I'm gonna remind you that. If I'm gonna remind you that. And my my North Carolina Tar Heels beat your Zion and RJ as well. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Only thing that matters is who won the ACC tournament, which neither one of them won that. No, that year was Duke. That year was Duke. And we beat y'all the year before with Jason Tatum. Yeah. I digress. Duke is the best team in, in North Carolina. But hey, and what's crazy is that every year we um we look at the standings, they're always tied <laughs> or one game, no matter how many times they play. I think the system is rigged. I don't know what the hell is going on. I feel like North Carolina loses a lot and Duke loses a lot, and then when they come together, it's always one game. <laughs> it makes no sense. Case in point, I believe Duke is ranked nine. I believe North Carolina is ranked uh, 12. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're ranked 12. And since Duke just beat number 10, Kentucky, I'm sure North Carolina is going to jump right behind Duke. As but not only that, I'm talking about, not only that, I'm talking about career standing. Yeah, when they two. It's just very close. It's always one game or tied. 
The rivalry will never be the same after this year. Roy Williams is already gone. Yeah, man. So he's gone. Once Coach K is gone, I feel like it's going to go through that same transition that the Yankees Red Sox did after the early 2000s. Where are y'all going to hand the torture over to? We already gave it to Hubert Davis. Yeah. And I mean, I know who Duke is uh, replacing him with. So, I mean, it might still be good, but we'll see. We'll we'll see. But that is it. We have reached the finish line, gentlemen. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, you guys have got any shout-outs, plugs, anything? Yeah, man. Uh, once again, man, shout-out to Demigod Records, Demigod the wave god for the logo for the theme song you know i can't i can't express that any any more than i can shout out to the um triple b's chat room we have we're up in there talking every night talking some crazy stuff that can't be expressed on a pod (laughs) (laughs) or it's kind of crazy in there but yeah man shout out to the boys shout out to the guys uh, you can find me on um, Twitter, Breezy5x. Find me on Instagram, Breezy underscore underscore Bills with a Z. And those are my two handles. What's up? Yeah, honestly, honestly, for me, just shout out to all the people supporting us. You know, shout out to the viewers, shout out to the subscribers, anybody who's even just promoting us. You know, we appreciate it. Every view counts, every subscriber counts, everybody, you know, like, like, and subscribe, like, and subscribe, you know, we thankful each week we trying to get better and better, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. that's just the goal, just getting better every week, you know, and that's that, you know. Yeah, same as James, again, we thank you, thank you, thank you, like, and subscribe, like, and subscribe. Uh, find me I A M underscore MBJ on all the handles. Follow me if you also want to hear. I am also on wrestling podcast. Shout out to my man Keith Lee, I'm with you, brother. OTTR off the top ropes podcast. I am the current OTTR champion, so go follow <laughs> me on there. Give me some love. Champ is in the building, and we will see y'all. When we see y'all in the words of the great, great, my man, Greeny, I want to be like you one day. We'll be back, and we will try and be better than ever. And with that, I say